Yeah, it was wild. Um, definitely a, a a blast of a start to the year. Yeah, definitely a blast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to look at it, like, paranoid or no, anything. No, not like, either. I mean, honestly, like, probably the most alive I've felt in a long time. Well, I guess I've succumbed to putting attention-grabbing intros at the beginning of the podcast. We'll see. We'll see if I'll keep up with this, you know, to keep up with the other trendy podcasts that put the best part of the podcast in the beginning to make sure that you're invested you know see is this the best that this podcast is gonna have well let me let me get that part first i want to i want to make sure that i'm committed to listening to these dorks talk uh speaking of dorks i've got my partner <laughs> i've got my partner kara on today and we're just uh processing the holiday season uh mostly new year's there's a few fiascos that we get into uh, talking about and um, didn't talk too too much about the Christmas lead up but um, yeah it was it was pretty anxiety written for me I'm not gonna lie and I, most of the people that I've talked to have had somewhat similar situations so hope you had a lovely Christmas holiday season whatever holiday you're celebrating I think in the future I'm gonna be a solstice guy I think I'm going to skip out on the Christmas and go headfirst in the solstice. And instead of New Year's, I'm thinking Equinox. You know, it just feels more in line with the natural, the natural harmony of the seasons, those peaks and valleys of the seasons. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, it's been accumulating for the last few years. Uh, Christmas in adulthood is just a very different flavor than Christmas as a child was. Um, and it's not like a, oh, the magic of Christmas is gone. I don't believe in Santa anymore type of thing. It's like, uh, it just feels like harvest time. It feels like capitalist harvest. You know, spend your savings at the end of the year to prove to your loved ones how much you care about them. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, downplaying the beauty and fun of Christmas. It's fun to give and receive gifts, you know, to think about people and really, you know, the thoughtfulness that goes into gift giving is a beautiful thing uh, when it occurs naturally. And it's just the obligation and pressure that really got to me this year. And um, yeah, so I could do better about communicating that to my family and loved ones and, you know, set ourselves up to have a chill, stress-free holiday, which is really feel what would be most appreciated and beneficial to 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 the event you know we just want to hang out and be in each other's presence and those who want want to give gifts you know give gifts you know there's there's what five love languages or whatever um i've really been thinking about that lately and wanting to clarify what love languages my closest you know family and friends what their love languages are, you know? For me, I think uh, my top love languages are like physical affection and um, quality time, just literally sharing presents with people. Um, so for some people it's gift giving, and that's, that's a beautiful thing too. Anyway, um, so yeah, Kara and I talk about some fiascos that happened uh, this holiday season, and uh, 
we'll get to that. One thing that we were talking about New Year's Day that I wanted to throw in in the intro was this idea that, you know, to quote a Tame Impala song, nothing that's happened so far has been anything that we can control. And I'm kind of using this as a mantra lately to relieve any doubt or regret that I'm tempted to hold for how I've acted in life so far. You know, uh, I could have taken that path. I could have done this better. I could have wasted less time, you know, all that self-loathing material that comes and goes. And, um, you know, more so to just arrive in this moment, almost as if this is the opening scene to the movie of your life. You know, you can't, you don't pick your backstory, you know, but you can choose whether or not to echo the hero's call to answer it and to step into the unknown and to make conscious decisions and, and find out, you know, and part of that is relieving this, uh, crippling fear of failure that I think a lot of us hold and that keeps a lot of us in this analysis paralysis. And, um, you know, just make a decision and mess it up and learn from it and make more decisions and make bigger messes and clean them up and learn in the process, you know, but if we don't take action, then we're just going to set us, set ourselves up for regret and for stagnation. And, you know, I've, I've experienced my fair share of that. And so now I'm just, trying to ease into taking more creative and conscious action. So I thought that was something worth sharing. Um, another thing that we were talking about yesterday, after making the podcast, we just made that podcast yesterday, um, this podcast, is the idea that I got from the internet, like many ideas that I get um, these days. I used to have original thoughts. Now my original thoughts are echoed through the internet chamber. Um, the idea of, or practice of, it's called the two-minute rule. If there's anything that you're looking at, you're thinking about that you can do in less than two minutes, just go ahead and do it. You know, just such a practical way of combating procrastination, you know. So we did that a bunch yesterday, and that was fulfilling to practice that that skill a little bit, you know, strengthen that muscle of like, okay, I would normally just ignore this. I would normally just, you know, set this here. I'll deal with it later. Why don't I just take care of it right now? It's only going to take a couple minutes. Just do it. And then that momentum really builds. And then you find yourself doing more than you even plan to do because it actually feels good to achieve things and to uh, be productive and whatever. So anyway, there's a few shares before we get into it. Um, let's take a little breather. I'm going to do a little guided meditation here, and then we'll listen to Kara and I blab on about things and stuff. So let's just take a moment to come back into our bodies, back to center. You can close your eyes if... You feel so cold and it's safe to do so if you're not driving or chopping vegetables or whatnots. And just bring your attention back to the breath. By using something like this natural subconscious activity of breathing, 
as a attention anchor, we can begin to notice the stillness that is holding all of this motion and activity that is our personalities, our egos, our human experience. Just noticing the inhale, feeling the relief of an exhale. Just your natural patterns, maybe deepening the inhale if you feel inspired to do so. And again, simply noticing that peaceful stillness and presence that's holding all that is. All that's arising and falling in and out of this all-encompassing, vast, yet visceral and immediate present moment. level of presence. Let's continue our days in mindfulness, allowing what we hear to resonate, some truth, some remembrance, and to echo that forward in our lives. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So how's 2022? How was 2022 for you overall with those mm. thoughts in mind? It's hard to even remember. I know. Yeah. Like, what did we even do this year? It's like, that's what I'm saying. I really feel like time accelerated in 2020. Mm-hmm. And it feels like we've been in this, like, it's just the decade of the 20s, I guess. The yeah. 2020s is yeah. a its own vibe you Mm -hmm. know there was before 2020 and then there's what we're in now yeah yeah i was talking to some people at the party on saturday night they're talking about like going through their pictures and like reflecting on like their 2022 through their pictures and realizing realizing how much they actually did like damn i'm so bad about taking pictures yeah i have very few so like i don't even have any yeah. Thing to look back on and be like, oh man, I actually did do a lot. I don't know. I appreciated that Mar wanted to get a little group photo at yeah, the end of the night. That was nice. That was nice. Mm-hmm. And it turned out nice. Yeah. Did. <laughs> a couple of them did. A couple of them were a little silly mm-hmm. dealing with these billies. But um, yeah, it's like I used to do that when I was a kid, when I was in junior high and stuff like that before phones, you know, cell mm-hmm. phones with camera phones were you know normal and i remember like the first dream theater concert i went to i was on my camera my Mm -hmm. digital camera like a lot of the time i was like documenting it and i tried to put together this uh like a montage sort of thing yeah yeah or more like a full-ass movie (laughs) it wasn't like a short five-minute montage it was like a 
40 minute long clips of the songs and I like replace some of the audio. Actually, I think I replaced all the audio. That's what the project was. Oh. Because back then cameras didn't have the mics. Right. The way iPhones and whatever else does now, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just you know, nothing completely distorted. So I uh would replace the audio with live takes that you know mm-hmm. live albums that were released and stuff that the band had put out yeah that was the nerdiest thing <laughs> it's adorable <laughs> and i'm moving i'm setting up all these like segues <laughs> i bet your dad stuff. has a copy of that somewhere <laughs> i don't even know i mean i'm sure i told him about it but i never finished it oh yeah. okay i had a few unfinished iMovie projects but anyway no we honestly did a lot of cool stuff in 2022 i mean we had a couple of nice camp outs yeah i feel like i had some breakthrough moments mm-hmm. you know the camp out in uh tennessee mm-hmm. with the what was it? aliens alien school field trip yeah, yeah. school field trip yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was a really great time that was a breakthrough for me for mm-hmm. sure and uh yeah did a few fun festivals like I deepened friendships and relationships and I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. I've clarified music a little bit more so what I want to get into and Ryan and I have been becoming closer and strengthening our musical chemistry and stuff like that. But yeah, other than that, it's hard to say what happens in a year. It's like the season's just... I hate to sound like an old man, but, you know, the years are shorter. It does feel really like that. Are, mm-hmm. yeah. but what, what, what else did we get into last year? What are your reflections? Anything, anything come to mind? I feel like I've been solidifying my own routines a little bit, like trying to make myself not feel so overwhelmed inside the house, you know, like getting better about Making sure the dishes are done and stuff's picked up. I mean, it still gets a little overwhelming sometimes, but I think I've set up better, at least mental routines for myself. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like this year's been really low-key. 2022 was really low-key. Yeah, it was like, it had those high moments that I briefly skimmed past now she's full on she's full on, on like the... you can see her fur coming through it <laughs> through the base of the sand yeah. <laughs> oh that was the best um, that was the best part of 2022 she's the best part of the house yeah like people come to see bella they don't come to see us <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know it had a ch- its challenges i feel like the last week had a few moments that threw us into like survival mode Mm -hmm. which is a beneficial mode for humans you know sometimes it takes a visceral perceived threat Mm -hmm. or sense of urgency to kick us into how we're going to show up in our fullness and how we're going to show up and are we going to fight this off and survive are we going to flee and survive mm-hmm. or are we yeah. just gonna curl up freeze find out yeah yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> it's pretty much the options 
And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm frozen in a lot of ways in my life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's what 2022 really did have a lot of cushioning between those, like, breakthrough moments, just cushioning of, like, depression, mm-hmm. really. Right. I mean, not, like, a severe, like, you know, I mean, obviously there's the valleys and stuff where stuff gets dark, but mm-hmm. that's not my usual operation. My usual operation is just, like, lack of motivation, just spending too much time online, mm-hmm. not enough time talking to my friends and being in community and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. Which, like I said, there has been a good amount of that. Thankfully, it has been more balanced than it's been in the past. But, yeah, I mean, our last podcast we made together, we're talking about doing the spring reset that we just started. Yeah. And didn't get very far. I don't even remember what it was. I'll tell you what it was right now. Okay. I couldn't stay off the caffeine, which is really surprising. Because I've done no caffeine for... Mm -hmm three-month spurts before Mm -hmm. and that's been fine but this time i was just like day eight i'm caving (laughs) so then was it just a spiral after that okay (laughs) i'll tell you what happened it was uh when when was that that was like early summer or was it still spring were we going to like may pyro or haze it was on the way to one of the festivals. No, it was on the way to Sage Valley. You remember going to Sage Valley? I remember going to Sage Valley. What yeah. happened on the way to Sage Valley? We decided that we weren't going to be that rigid with like oh, not doing caffeine yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I do the substance mm-hmm. portion of yeah. you know like fasting on whatever yeah. those yeah. substance things, right? You know, caffeine. We alcohol. did. We decided we weren't going to be so rigid. Yeah. And we were like, and, you know what? We're trying to do too much. Yeah, that's And that, it was, that's it was fair. It's yeah, just, it, it, it was continued just to yeah. spiral out of motivation. Yeah. But initially, I felt good about that decision. Mm-hmm. Yes, part of it was that I was, I guess, going through caffeine withdrawal. I mean, it didn't get to the point of where it felt like physically uncomfortable, as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I guess I use it as like an energetic crutch. A lot of times it doesn't even really give me energy. It's just like, it's like the idea of it, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay, I'm going to make some coffee and then I'm going to do some stuff. It's a ritual, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Which isn't negative. You can replace that. Yeah, you can replace that. With another ritual. Yeah, just really be, I mean, I guess you like, there is like a need to get off of caffeine. Yeah, for me. Yeah, Yeah, there's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what. You know, a lot of that was centered around. Mm-hmm. And we're doing uh, Dry Till July 2023. Till July. So yeah. that is also majorly influenced by, you know, mild health condition that I really could be nipping in the bud by adopting a anti-inflammatory lifestyle. And I've just been ignoring it yeah. again since 2020. Right. And I would like to stop ignoring it and get on my shit mm-hmm. and get the body in shape. Because yeah. my body's spoken to me, is right. speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's no longer a whisper, but it's not a, it's not a shout either. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it is speaking. It's a constant nudge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I 
maintain ignorance of. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it's part of that. Totally. I mean, doing dry till July, like, yeah, we drank a bit in December. I did more, a lot more so than the rest of the year. But the rest of the year, it was like, I drank at shows. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was really about it. Right. And like, hanging out with family. Did we go on vacation? We did. Well, I guess I'm just thinking of going to North Carolina. Yeah. I don't think we did any yeah. trips with your family. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, so that's not a hard one for us to give up, but we've no. never gone six months. No, I think I've gone two months. Yeah, I feel like I've gone three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't even really like drinking before coming back to Cincinnati after college. It's like in college there were like parties, ex- experiencing you know, drinking a lot, like mm-hmm. party binge drinking and like any college student finding out what your boundaries are, where yeah. your threshold going to be. And that just kind of left like, I probably talked about this the last time we talked about it, <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's not as cool as weed straight up. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy mind-altering social experiences. So I do value it in that way. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just we also know that's experientially and scientifically that alcohol is one of the most physically harmful substances that you can do. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was feeling super grateful yesterday waking up not hung over and like yeah. being able to like start the day mm-hmm. when I woke up, not like, yeah, like I was going to die. Yeah. Like I rarely drank enough to actually feel like a, a sick hangover, mm-hmm. but there's always some sort of literal hangover, oh, yeah, you know? Right. And the way that the body responds to alcohol being in the system when it first gets in there is it pumps the body full of, you know, stress hormones to stay in equilibrium, right? Mm -hmm. Because what's the, what is it combating? I guess it's the sedative properties of alcohol that That it's like, it's shutting you down sort of. Mm -hmm. So you prop yourself up with these stimulants, the natural hormonal stimulants, cortisol. Mm. and So what we like is actually our body's response to the poison. Maybe, maybe it's like the adrenaline and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like adrenaline and cortisol and stuff, whatever other stress hormones there are. The fight or flight type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought about it quite like that, but yeah. Hmm. That's so, interesting. So that's that's why a lot of times we end up feeling anxious the next day or in the, the hangover period is because all of that's still in your bloodstream and it needs to be flushed out. Mm-hmm. Cortisol and stress hormones right. that are going to make you still feel that fight or flight anxiety mm-hmm. and urgency, you know? Right. Oh, there's just the physical downness, you know. Yeah, it's I feel grounding, that more but than, it's like, yeah. how much do you want to ground yourself while you're alive? You know, I like to yeah. be alert mm-hmm. in my waking moments. Yeah, which is why I like to drink coffee. Fair enough. But anyway, so so we're gonna spend the rest of winter really clarifying 
what the next season's going to look like. And mm-hmm. I do want to do a, a reset. Like, I think that's probably in the cards. Yeah. You know, come spring. Mm-hmm. I think that we should spend the winter more setting, re- reflecting and setting up our space to be able to have the space to reset. Our, right exactly you know we were trying to do that at the same time as our reset last year like mm-hmm. doing cleaning the house and you know cleaning out our bodies yeah, exactly. that was too, that was a lot that was a lot yeah and Bring- so we just did nothing yeah because it was yeah. too much yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's you're bringing me back to the the point we were making as to why we stopped was yeah mm-hmm. that conversation down to sage valley we were like, we're trying to do too much. Exactly mm-hmm. what you just said, that we're mm-hmm. trying to clean the out, the external and the internal. Yeah. And like, why don't we chill on the internal while we do the external? But we mm-hmm. just didn't get very far. Right. I mean, I did some decluttering upstairs. and Yeah, you, you I have did too. too. Yeah, yeah. We, we've done a lot. We did both declutter our own personal workspaces. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, I mean, now it's even worse. Yeah. You know, because it's been ignored. And we just had a fiasco in the basement. Right. So the studios are out of commission right. right now guess we might as well tell that story yeah so <laughs> we were gonna meet separately at your parents house saturday for christmas eve mm-hmm. and luckily i called you while i was doing a shift for my brother at this bakery so to speak and uh we decided that it would make more sense just to because it had you know with the snow and ice, yeah, ice storm, and cold yeah the the roads weren't great even that day so we we're just like not even worth driving two cars up there and back. We didn't know if it was going to get worse. Mm-hmm. So I get home. What time was it? Maybe three thirty, something 4. like that. Yeah. And um, we're minutes from leaving the house and walk in the kitchen. I'm like, "What's that noise?" I hear that. <laughs> okay, so backstory uh, is that that rainstorm happened, and that next day our cold water on the faucet was not working mm-hmm. hot water was fine so that was like a weird interesting like i guess there is some freezing somewhere but why is the hot water still working i don't mm-hmm. know anything about anything yeah we, i don't either <laughs> let's just put it this way we don't know shit about fuck all right exactly <laughs> and anyway so um the cold water started working again Saturday. Yes. And you were all stoked about that. Like half hour before we were leaving the house. Yeah. Like yeah. before I even got home, it started working again. You mm-hmm. went downstairs and whatever. So I was like, what's that noise? And you're like, because we did leave the faucet running at mm-hmm. that point, mm-hmm. like a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, is it just the faucet? I'm like, nah. Walk downstairs. Like it sounded like the, like we were doing laundry yeah. and the basin was filling up or whatever. I was like, definitely not that. Look down. To the bottom of the steps of the basement, there's like two inches of water. What did I say? You said, there's a bunch of water down here. <laughs> is that all I said? This is something, yeah, I feel like really... I like yelled, flood, flood. <laughs> no, sure I think like you're that. just saying, water, water. <laughs> we, yeah. were, we were dressed <laughs> for Christmas Eve. Like we had our Christmas Eve vest on. Like we probably were, already had our shoes on. We're like, all right, we need on, to like. Car was packed up. Like we yeah. were just, we just had to put Bella in her carrier and take her outside. We were like we were ready to, to go. Yeah. And just had to, again, and that was one of those moments that just threw us into the survival mode. Yeah. You know, we, we both wanted to freak out for sure. Mm-hmm. And you said something and I was like, 
all right, this is the situation. How are we going to handle it? Yeah. It's just like we both just like did the things we needed to do. Yeah. And you're like, all right, what shoes are we going to wear? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going down there barefoot. It was cold. I know. It It was was still cold cold outside and the water was obviously cold. Yeah. And I was nervous because like I read about, um, when I was trying to figure out what's going on with the pipe freezing and the water not working, like they're like, oh, if the pipe bursts and you have more than an inch of water in your basement, don't walk through it. Oh, like, really? You can get electrocuted. You didn't happen I to did, mention that. I did mention that. I said we should turn the power off. But I mean, we would have oh, to walk man. through water to turn the power I off anyway. I remember saying that, but I was just like, well, we can't do this in the dark. Yeah. But, like, once we got the door open, water yeah. started flowing out, and yeah. we could get it Luckily, out. Luckily, I mean, there was were fine. so many fortunate things there were so about many fortunate it. The things. fact that it was in the basement. It was in the basement room that had very little in it, yeah. including no carpet. Unfinished, Unfinished, yeah. for the most part. Like, there were... I'd had a couple of drum items. Like, there was a couple of things that immediate that, that were kind of scary. Like, oh, shit. Like, that shouldn't be... Getting wet. Getting wet, right? you know? But it was very minimal, and no damage to any of that stuff right very fortunate yeah so that was one fortunate thing the fact that it was in the basement that had the door mm-hmm. to the outside yeah. we were able to just shovel water out the door <laughs> it's just like a river of water coming out the door going through the ice and the snow like it was just it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah we had like a tote um yeah. lid that i was using right. there was a music stand at first i was using that's the shovel eventually <laughs> remember that we do have a snow shovel so you went and got that but it was kind of like it's kind of a one-man job to get it out because yeah. there's one door right you know so i pretended like yeah, I was it was kind of just me doing like i say we but it was kind of me doing it and Carrie just like <laughs> puddling a few things my way <laughs> Yeah, anyway, on the phone with dad. Dad, what do we do? He's like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he helped us. Re- no, like, yeah, he, you know, he was really bit. instrumental Just, yeah, in helping it was, us. It was moral support for sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we got the water turned off, obviously. The other fortunate things were, so Christmas Day, I came back to switch out the dehumidifier and see if I could locate where the problem was. Did. It was very easy to find. It's mm-hmm. very easy to fix. Yeah. It was an end cap. Blah, blah, blah. I don't need to bore you all with the finite details on all that. But got it done. Yeah. Got it done in a, in a day, like half hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took breaks. <laughs> Started, had breakfast, came back while your dad's probably like sitting by the phone, like waiting to hear that oh, we got it done. Right. Because well, my dad was supposed to come and yeah. help us fix it, but it had snowed again that morning. And it was like, yeah. no point in having him come out here if it was really. Well, it wasn't it, just it, that, it, but yeah. it, we, we realized it was such an easy fix. It was he such happened an easy to have fix. the shark bite that was an end cap and the right size. Yeah. It was and really just yeah, so serendipitous. Have, yeah, yeah, seriously. Because, you know, when that first was happening, obviously the biggest stress was like, how are we going to pay for this? Yeah. Like that was yeah. plumbing job oh. of that, of potentially that caliber. Yeah. Not in the budget. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. We had no idea. Like we, we didn't even know how easy it was to get into the ceiling at that point. We That's thought that there too. was like drywall in the ceiling that we, we didn't know if it was in the ceiling or if it was in yeah. the wall, we were going to have to cut out drywall yeah. and like there fix that easy too. wood panels that I was able to move yeah. and deconstruct really easily. And, and because of it, yeah. we also located a couple of other problems that needed to be like attended to. Like, like I found that mold under uh, the sink yeah. that needed to be attended yeah, to. That's true too. And um, 
you know, we also remember to tell dad about that slow little leak in the main yeah. water shutoff, and True. he's helping us get that fixed. Right. So long story short, yeah. you know, without boring with the gross details mm-hmm. of our personal problems. Super fun homeownership things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Point being that, again, you know, like our, our home is one of our bodies. Yes. You know, this is our shared body between mm-hmm. you and me. Mm-hmm. It's speaking. Right. You know, there right. are things that we need to attend to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that was honestly, like, one a pretty graceful nudge from the universe. Like, we could have been really screwed over with a hefty bill. Yeah. And potential construction that we'd have to deal with with the house. Like, locate, you know, that could have happened anywhere mm-hmm. in the plumbing network. Right. So, yeah, feeling grateful. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just have to heed the, the call. We can't right. just hear it and ignore it. Right. It was also good to know, like, how fun it could be. Like, I mean, it wasn't yeah, so like, to speak. It, so to speak, but like, I mean, that fun. there was like you know, a, something interesting it. happened yeah. and we rose to the occasion with grace and grace. For the most part. For, I'm for sure a few half bombs were. Yeah, well, let for out, sure it's a plumbing project, to. but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, but that, you know, something can happen that we necessarily wouldn't want to happen, but. But we were able to handle it. But we were able to handle point. it. And, and it's good to know that about and, ourselves. You know, yeah. yeah, that wasn't a huge deal in the long term or whatever in the big picture. Mm-hmm. But it's just a reminder in that sense that yeah. you do rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Like the body wants to survive. You yeah. know, obviously I'm taking it to more of a grand scale. But like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We do. You do what you need to do in an urgent situation. And I think that when it comes to trying to uh, realign different parts of our lives like i don't know i almost feel like part of that is lighting some imaginary like fire under your belly Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't know it goes back to a quote i heard on the internet at one point as far as you know imagining when you're in a comfortable situation when you're in a comfortable context imagining things being worse isn't motivating because you're comfortable right right so it kind of requires you to imagine how better things could be mm-hmm. and being motivated by that excitement. Yeah. You know, um, kind of a different thing, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's not the adrenaline kicking in and that sort of motivation. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a different type of motivation. Which kind of makes me think about the alcohol, you know, like I feel like that like adrenaline motivation or that dopamine motivation, like, it's fun. It's not sustainable, you know? So it's like, you know, there, there are other medicines that are more harmonious with the body that are motivating too, but maybe more on a serotonin level, you know, like psilocybin Mm -hmm. and things of that nature or whatever else. I mean, I'm not, you know, trying to get into the brain chemistry and all that stuff. I don't know that much about all that, but you see what I'm getting? I do. Just as far as the energy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one being like a stressful motivation, one being like a excited motivation. Right. So, yeah. Finding finding what works. Substituting things. Having fun experimenting. Yeah. Like not... That's part of what I resist a bit when it comes to doing life-changing things. Like, like strict life-changing things or like... Like even New Year's resolutions yeah. or full moon or new moon intentions, things like that. Or doing the reset that we planned last year. Mm-hmm. 
I sort of resist rigidity. Yeah. Which I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I think it's just a matter of like finding the fun, mm-hmm. finding the fun and exploring different things, trying things different, you know, not being like so attached, mm-hmm. clinging to a certain outcome or way that things have to be, you know. I do. So, yeah. I'm thinking uh, Equinox. Does that feel like good? Yeah. Equinox or Aries season. I haven't checked the calendar or anything, but I'm thinking around then we're going to actually celebrate the new year, spend the rest of the winter in reflection Mm -hmm. and in vision to clarify what we want to bring, what seeds we want to plant now and in the spring, Mm -hmm. what things we want to sprout, what things are ready to bloom. I mean, it's not like... We don't have things that aren't already sprouted in our lives. Right. We just need a little bit more water and mm-hmm. some sunshine and some care and yeah. love and attention. Yeah. You know? A lot of bloom. Mm-hmm. So, let's do that. Let's do that. Sounds like Kim's down to throw a party. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. She's got a great it. space for a fire and stuff yeah. back there, and her deck yeah. is fantastic. Definitely want to get some music. Mm-hmm. Gun doesn't have to be, like, plugged in. Yeah. PA, you know, Ryan Scott, his mobile kits, mm-hmm. multiple. Yeah. He can show some other people some of his yeah. techniques, get into a little bit of a drum circle type mm-hmm. of vibe and oh, some yeah. acoustic guitars. And mm-hmm. I think Kim's bring got the perfect spot for that. For those New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, I'm not going to be the guy to yell at these people <laughs> three hours before midnight. <laughs> Because I'm also about to be making a lot of noise, so yeah. I have no room to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was hilarious. That was a good party, right? It was. Yeah. It was a good party. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun, too. That was a good party. Yeah. And at first, I felt the pressure of being a host, and I wasn't super planning to be the host. Yeah. And uh, I think all in all, it was just... It, it, it was always what it wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have been more intentional about it, and that's that's why I that's not why, but like the Equinox party. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more intention in that. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. this. I just I just thought it was a gathering of some homies. Yeah, that's it. We yeah. played some music. We had some good talks, some good we times, yeah. some good hugs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also, some uh, yeah, some survival instincts <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ryan bought some fireworks <laughs> for his party. So that's his house. Uh, he's been swamped. Like he's an insurance claims adjuster. So a lot of pipes freezing in the area. Yeah, lots so of flooding. He's been, yeah. 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 So he's been over his head with work and everything. And I guess what he did prepare was some fireworks. <laughs> yeah. I've never lit fireworks before. <laughs> like, I've watched your family do it. Uh-huh. Way out way, in the yard. Not even way out. That with, one time, that last 4th of July at your grandparents, that was not much further than we were. It was It was quite a bit further. And he also really? had them up on a table on a level surface. and. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not that big a fan of fireworks, to be honest. I mean, they're cool. Lights in the sky. Sure. But. <laughs> What's not cool is when they pop Exciting. at you and send you running for your life. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan had a bad feeling about these fireworks from the yeah. beginning. Mm-hmm. I had, they weren't on my radar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I had so many other. I was like, what are we going to play at midnight? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, we need to have a, a good some some good music after midnight and we yeah. did yeah and that oh, was totally. that was the saving uh-huh. grace honestly. that was the saving grace yeah um so it wasn't on my radar it's time to do the thing and ryan comes and finds me he's like dude i i need you to light these like i just don't feel good I'm like, cool give me the lighter you know i'm like i'm not even gonna listen to your fears about <laughs> it like just, let's just do it okay you don't feel good about it i'll do it i don't feel bad about it and then i'm walking and i i wanted him to explain like where I'm lighting. I mean, I'm sure it was self-explanatory, but I've never done it. Was it. Also I've dark, never done it, and yeah. you know they're explosives, right? So to speak. So I run into our good buddy Zach, who we call the fire marshal. He's our fire guy. He's always building the best bonfires oh, yeah. and and cook fires, stove fires, and he just knows what he's doing when it comes to fire. <laughs> I was like, dude, uh, how do you do the thing? He's like, oh, I got you, and he went and did it. And it started going right away. Yeah, it was uh, cool. Yeah, we, did, like, okay, we did the whole right, thing. Like, We're all back, making yeah. noise and cheering. And yeah. then all of a sudden. Pew! Pew! pew yeah. Pew! Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's screaming, making a dive to get in the house. I mean, the, we were like, on the yeah. wooden deck. It came through the trees. It came straight at us. Yeah. Like, we're on the wooden deck. It was like, I mean, it was a good 10, 15 feet from the deck. It but just sitting in the grass. It needed to be like at least 30. Yeah. Yeah. The door to the house was right on the deck, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like people were saying, it could have hit the windows. If it hadn't been wet out, it could have caught the effing deck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> again. Yeah. Fortunate situation on a unfortunate situation. Yeah, a few of us got hit with like the little yeah. balls. We got a couple burns. I was wearing a blanket. Burns, like not significant. Not not like significant burns, yeah. like nothing like that. Just I like, mean, it not it, nobody caught on fire or no. anything. It was they just like little, you know, like if you had like touched something too hot and you got a little red on your finger or something. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like anything significant. Yeah. Um, so it happens in like. It's funny because I only remember like one frame of the memory, yeah. you know, because oh, I, I mean, it happened so fast, yeah. right? I just remember diving into the house. Somebody had already really? opened the door and I just dove oh, through the immediately door. Immediately the yeah. first one that came out, well, it, it hit you. It hit so me. Yeah, I think I probably, probably took the, after that too. the brunt of it. I mean, everybody else got like did. one burn and I had a blanket wrapped around me and I had like later on, I'm like, what's this? Marks. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, There's what's like on your holes blanket? all over the blanket where I like how many? Twelve? Yeah. Yeah. So, from my perspective, it went up, and then a couple came out, and I was like, okay, it looks like everyone's good. That was crazy. And I'm like, cool. And I keep watching. <laughs> I'm like, surely that was a fluke. And then it happened again, and I was like, I guess we should run. I look over, and like, everyone's already inside. <laughs> like, I was one of the last. You yeah. Know? It wasn't really, like, no, no one else was right. outside, but... Yeah, no, I was, like, standing, like, right at the railing, like, at... To begin with? Yeah, to begin with. I'm, like, watching it, like, front and center. I've got my little drum, and I was, like, yeah, baby. (laughs) And I was, like, oh, shit. I thought you meant the the ramp railing. No. Which is right next to the door. No, not that one. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I heard Nicholas got hit and Sonny. Yeah. And I like I thought they were the only ones. Yeah. And Sonny was definitely shook. Nicholas seemed like, you know, definitely in shock shook like in the rest way. of us. Huh? Yeah. Nicholas seemed like he like kind of liked it a little bit. <laughs> We'll, we'll have him comment on that. I don't know. I can't speak on that one. I thought he looked like in shock like the rest of us, sure, but yeah. not like he wasn't freaked out. No, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't yeah. seem like freaked but out, like, freaked out. Someone left the door. I guess I was the last one in. And the door was still open and just filling with smoke. So shut the door, make sure everyone's okay. And like, then I see Ryan's kind of like beelining towards the uh, the front door yeah. just to go back outside and like collect his thoughts and yeah. like, a couple of people went out there and you and nicholas and sonny basically everyone that got the Everybody most traumatized yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than maybe drea who yeah. her daughter was there thank god didn't get hit yeah you know, oh my gosh eight year old so stuff bad. yeah she seemed probably other she than me so the, the, the least phased yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was wild. Um, definitely a, a a blast of a start to the year. Yeah, definitely a blast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to look at it like paranoid or no, anything. No, not like, either. I mean, honestly, like probably the most alive I've felt in a long time. Yeah, it, I mean, if anything, it kind of felt a little bit like just that universal nudge of like, mm-hmm. I don't know what on this particular case. I don't mm-hmm. know what the lesson was on that, but... You know, just yeah. like look alive and be ready to survive, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Maybe next time you play with fireworks, make sure that it's far enough away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the practical lesson is maybe just like, don't fuck with fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hating on them. No. They're I, just, I, would, I would never buy them or light them. No. But that's just me. I don't, yeah. Anyway, with those thoughts in mind. <laughs> yeah, well, and then you guys hopped up and had a really great set. And yeah. 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 It really brought people back. I mean, there were some people that pieced after I that. I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a few people that yeah. pieced beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I guess was in their own best interest. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I haven't told anyone yet. Yeah. This is the first time we've really talked about it right. other than the night of. Right. But yeah. <laughs> I guess now I can just send people to the podcast. <laughs> if you want to know the crazy things you missed out on after you left. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, some people were spooked, um, mm-hmm. understandably. And uh, we made some music, did, did some, some new covers we've been cooking up, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of originals, and. It was short and sweet for the most part. I mean, they were jammy, but yeah. just four songs or so, and then just kind of wind down from there. Yeah, we all got to dance it out a little bit, mm-hmm. get that adrenaline out of the body. I think that's important. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if you're hungover, dance it out. <laughs> Shake it out of your body. I mean, seriously, like, no, seriously. Just hydrating, just like overhydrating, flush it out, mm-hmm. flush out those hormones and fear and stress totally you know Mm -hmm. i mean what is stress like what are these emotions like they they do have chemical components to them right oh yeah it's like they're not just magical airy like oh i'm feeling an emotion like no your body is processing Mm -hmm. its nervous system and the the felt subjective experience is called emotion but like there's hormones involved you know 
right? There's There's, hormones mm -hmm. and neurochemicals and stuff that are feeding you these experiences and feelings in a way of orienting yourself in your moment, you know? And that's why Mm -hmm. different people have different triggers because we have different traumas. Yeah. You know? And yeah, so it's just your body like trying to protect itself and setting up buffers. Like if you're, if you're angry, that's a sort of like aggressive buffer. If you're sad, that's a sort of like withdrawn buffer, you know, protective, mm-hmm. more of the freeze, less of the fight, you know, mm-hmm. but they're all protective defense mechanisms. So got to dance that shit out, work it out, flush it out, mm-hmm. move it out. Sing it out. Yeah. Whatever you got to do, paint mm-hmm. it out. Sure. Whatever you got. It's fun. We have these so many options of ways of expressing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a game of creativity. Infinite canvas. And like, if no crazy things ever happened, we'd be bored. Like, That's we're so here true. to experience. We're mm-hmm. here to have some fun and fulfillment of creating some fun. Creating fun is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And that's why I get so nervous about hosting parties and stuff when it's like more than just like five of my closest homies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's to that level, then it feels more like organic. Everyone's on the same page. But when it's a party, mm-hmm. then it's like I feel responsible for everyone having a good time. Even though I, I understand that in the grand scheme, that's insane. And not actually my responsibility, but there is more responsibility. There yeah. is more like, you know, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's certain people who, whether they're hosting or not, they're going to arrive to a, any social moment and be the host. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. going to do their thing and make sure they have a good time and, you know. But um, I think a lot of the people that we like sort of gravitate a little bit more closely you know, mm-hmm. our close friends, I feel like a lot of us are more introverted, like passive, receptive type mm-hmm. of energies, you know, which is, I definitely have been that for most of my social years, you know, or just like, kind of let the extroverts lead the way. Right. I've always been like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess I'm just coming into my extroverted season. Yeah. Is there anything that you wanted to highlight from the conversation? Anything else that you wanted to bring up? Um, well, from our spring reset, a big part of it was a social reset as well. Mm-hmm. And um, a way that I could see that being super beneficial in 2023 is like project accountability buddies. Yeah, we talked about that. We did talk about that. Briefly, recently. Apparently, you've mentioned it to me before. I have mentioned it to you before, and it's a fucking great idea. But I thought it was an effing great idea. <laughs> it's a great idea. You know, we have other friends that are on the same wavelength and trajectory. My brother, Nick, yeah, etc. You know, it's more fun to do things with friends, and things go so much faster when you have so many more sets of hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We help them do things. They help us do things. Like we had the our friends over to help us do weeding in the garden mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. That was a lot of fun. That was nice. I think people enjoyed that. Yeah. Don't we could have been that. a little bit more organized in it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But not a ton. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, it's just fun to do things with friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, other people have different skills and different 
tools. Yeah. You know? Right. Mutual aid type stuff. Like, we don't all need a chainsaw. Yeah. You know? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think we did do some social forward momentum, like I mentioned earlier. But, yeah, I mean, we didn't, like completely get off like social media in the way that we wanted to detox from that yeah. you know i am getting off facebook because i was great. off yeah, for so much trash. last year and yeah. it was so much better and i don't know it it's like events you know i like to mm-hmm. get on facebook to be able to see what's going on in the city yeah i get it i get it not enough but you know that's the nice thing is that you can just deactivate it and you can reactivate it anytime you want to utilize that yeah. but we can also just start investing into the subculture of throwing our own events and, you know, mm-hmm. connecting with people word of mouth and right. like one-on-one and smaller groups. Like, Hey, I mean, gosh, how many group chats are we a part of? Right. You know, I mean, you're <laughs> not going to get rid of messenger, right? No. Yeah. yeah. It is nice that you can deactivate and still utilize messenger. Yeah. That is really it nice. It is nice. Yeah. Cause they got us, they got us hooked. Mm-hmm. So many different levels. Um, Yeah. Are you looking at my cheese sticks? Yeah. <laughs> Have they been there the whole time? <laughs> I thought you were going to like put them right here. Oh. Or something. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to like come in and have them like visible. You're hiding them. Don't be ashamed of your mozzarella sticks that got made in between the last cut and this one. Um, yeah. And then. You were also talking about just like setting a boundary with alcohol in yeah. the upcoming year. And mm-hmm. that, that feels good for you. I just feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have to think about it. Right. Yeah. The mindset is definitely key in that way. Yeah. And I think that's why it helps to do dry till July. Like it's just an easier mindset. It's mm-hmm. easier to get committed to a smaller bite. Yeah. You know? And what it's probably going to end up being is we get to July and either decide to keep going. Or just drink at shows. Right. Which is basically what this last mm-hmm. year was. But yeah, I think, I think like the holiday season being in the latter half of the year, that mm-hmm. it, it, it might be nice to do that dry because we never have, right. you know, within our relationship. Right. You know, I haven't in my life. <laughs> right. I can't in speak my for childhood. You. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start? partaking in your family's holiday alcohol drink drinkery the holiday drinkery probably not until like very late teens like 19 20 okay yeah gotcha gotcha i mean i might i i think i would have like a glass of wine at dinner like starting when you're like 19 yeah. oh 16 and yeah. stuff okay that's yeah. what i was referring to yeah because yeah. I, mean, I thought like, you had said that not like that that's... playing games and drinking beer and stuff like yeah. we do now you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not like that but like yeah. when i was younger i yeah, would be allowed you. to have that's like one glass of wine with dinner i see yeah because yeah. i thought i remember you mentioning that your parents were cool with you having like wine at dinner and stuff like that yeah. before well like when you're a teenager and right. stuff no like free I refills sure, or anything like how young you were <laughs> no free refills right <laughs> Yeah, you gotta pay up with that. You gotta pay up with your time. <laughs> right. When you're 21, you've done your dues. Right. Um, cool. Anything else you want to mention? No. Feel complete. Feel complete. Happy 2023, babe. Happy 2023. You're a sweet babe.
And your sweet babes out there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you checking my pizza?